Hey, welcome back to the Star Tribune's Talk and Preps podcast. I'm David Levake, and we are in the thick of the football playoffs, but we also just completed the volleyball state tournament, and I thought it was appropriate to kind of put a bow on the season by speaking to uh, one of the teams that, that won one of the four classes of the tournament. And so proud to be talking today to Cannon Falls coach, Melissa Huseth. It's class 2A state champions. How does that sound to you? <laughs> David, it sounds really good. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is not something that I, you know, I knew that this team could do great things, but uh, winning the state tournament, that's a dream. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's, it's an interesting path uh, for, for Cannon Falls to get here. And, and we'll touch on some of that as, as we go. But let's let's kind of start with what's most fresh and what's, what's most new. And, and that is the state tournament itself. On paper, now I only have the benefit of looking at box scores. And on paper, my goodness, you didn't seem to hardly have to break a sweat. It was three zero, three zero, three zero. Pretty impressive showing. Uh, but what what isn't what isn't the box score showing about the grind it was to get through three good teams and win the win the championship? Yeah, you know, like you said, the box score makes it look like it was easy, but it absolutely was not. Um, yeah. <laughs> We talked to the girls, um, uh, you know, really at the start of our section um, play in in uh, in our section and at the Civic Center in Rochester. And we just said that, um, girls, we have to learn to start stronger. It's kind of been our, um, I guess, our pattern to not start very strong. And then, um, you know, kudos to them for uh, keeping the cool and coming back and winning, you know, quite a few matches. But um, we just said, hey, we're going up against some of the best teams in the state in our class, and we do not have time to start slow. And so we really talked about uh, each opponent separately. We just focused on one match at a time and one point at a time. And we just told the girls that you have to get out there and play your best ball every single point. And there were some really long rallies. Sometimes it went our way. Sometimes it went their way. Um, but the girls just kept on fighting. And I think it was that drive, that fight, that um, just that goal to win every point that, you know, got the 3-0 sweep in the three matches that we played because they were very quality opponents. You hear a lot from coaches of teams across the board in sports, not just volleyball, about the value of state tournament experience. And you were able to have that because this team had gone in 2021. What was that worth to coming back this year and, and getting that good start that you were looking for and, and carrying it through. Yeah, we, um, I know we had mentioned prior to the, to the, you know, recording of this, that um, we've had a lot of really strong teams in the past, but we've kind of been knocked off by some of the powerhouses in our section before we went to the four class system. And um, so when we, with last year's team, the beginning of that four class system, um, even though we had beat, you know, Casa Manorville in the regular season and knew that we could play good ball, I think it was, you know, we had quality opponents in our section, but we didn't have that, those, you know, nemeses that, um, we had to come up and fight against. So the 2021 team, I felt, you know, showed the future generations that this is possible and you know they punched the ticket to state and we came up on Wednesday prior to the state tournament to watch you know some of the 4A and 3A schools and I think that really helped um, some of the younger girls that hadn't experienced the state 
tournament last year in 2021 and just so they could see it all and and the older girls could talk to them and I think that was really beneficial too um, just to see that they could do it they could play on that floor absolutely absolutely the um and and you're able to tell them too and try to warn them or I guess prep them maybe is a better word what what do you what did you talk to about those that didn't experience 21 what did you say about what they're going to be getting into here on the XL energy floor because it is you know, the pat, the stands are probably as full as they're ever going to be for, for a volleyball match during the season. I'm told the lights are bright and all of it, it's just, it, it all comes down to who can get to their game first. How did you prepare the, the those that didn't get a chance to see that in 21? Well, I, I tell you what, we have a couple of benefits along the way. Um, in Cannon Falls, the small community, we do have a field house. And um, so we practiced quite a bit in the field house during our postseason okay. so that we could kind of practice in a big space. And then we are so very fortunate in our section play, we get to go play at the Mayo Civic Center. And uh-huh. very, very similar, definitely not the same as as the X, but very similar atmosphere. Um, and then just the crowd and community support in our small town has been absolutely fantastic and and surrounding communities really that are that are there um rooting for you know the bombers and just looking at you know like our championship saturday um you know everybody was in red and you know half of the xl well at least on our half of the (laughs) of the two courts was filled with red and i just know that that was you know amazing for the girls. I had, we had given them a little gift prior to playoffs that had the GPS coordinates for Cannon Falls. And we just said, you know what, girls, we not only play for our team, but we play for our community. And um, I think that they did that. I mean, they just, they just knew, okay, once we got on that court, we are just, we're going to play our best ball for not only our team, but our community. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. The, uh, for those that, are listening to this and are not initiated. What do you got about Cannon Falls about 40 minutes South of the Twin Cities, give or take. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's really close. You know, last year we stayed up at, in the hotel the whole time. We were so excited as we were this year. Um, but we were, we were a little mindful of it this year. Uh, we decided to stay home a little bit more, sleep in our own beds. Oh. Yep. Have a little more of a routine. Um, okay. and, and our guys were in the first round of the state football tournament and we wanted to attend that and support them too. So we, we did only stay up there one day. Um, we took it all in as much as we could watched a lot of volleyball. Um, but we just thought sleeping in their own beds was, was definitely a benefit for the girls. So what night did you end up staying in the cities? Was it Friday night? Yeah, we stayed Friday yeah. night. Yeah. What's what's that vibe like behind the scenes? Because you know, you, you want to have a good night's sleep and, uh, you know, and all that, but you know, the girls are excited and you, you want to honor that too. And uh, do you meet in a conference room and maybe break down some, some film? Do you, do you have a ch- you know, chalk talk? What, 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 did, what are you doing Friday night to, to savor it, but also to prepare for the business at hand Saturday? Well, our, um, I tell you what, we, we came back and we ate, you know, let the girls shower and get ready for bed. And we had, um, some parents that put together little care packages for them. And, um, and quite honestly, we just, you know, fueled their bodies and gave them, uh, you know, like a, Hey, go to bed, sweet dreams. Um, we'll talk about this in the morning. And, um, we had a facility at over at Kokoro offer up a court for us as they did some other teams too, just to 
have nice. kind of a team practice. And um, that's when we prepped the girls. So the coaches stayed up <laughs> and prepped for the championship match. And um, and then we we told the girls, you know, go to bed and get your bodies rested because we got we got a big game tomorrow. And and we did that. We we mentally prepared them and they executed perfectly. Well, and, and you hear coaches talk a lot about, well, yes, we're going to watch film of whatever opponent, and we certainly have to, to see what we see and, and take something from that. But really what it comes down to is how well our team plays. And with that said, did you feel going into the championship Saturday that that Cannon Falls was on hitting on all cylinders? Were, were you the best team that you could be going in? Did you feel pretty confident about what you could do? I, you know what, David, I, I really truly feel I looked, we looked at uh, Rocky and I, um, my, one of my assistant coaches, we kind of looked at each other and we, we said, we feel good about this. Um, you know, the, the nerves were there. Of course, it was exciting. We knew uh, Pequot Lakes, uh, very strong program. They had multiple hitters um, and, you know, we watched them play. And so there was a little bit of nerves in there, but we felt really confident. Um, and you're right. We, we told the girls, I mean, really, we have to control our side of the court. We have to play our best ball. And, um, but, you know, we looked at a few of their tendencies. We, we needed to, to shut down their outside hitter, um, that number 14. And um, we needed to, uh, you know, have her play some defense and, and pass the ball first. So she couldn't just focus in on her, on her offensive game. And so, you know, we talked about those little things, but you're right. We, we needed to just play our ball and the girls did that. They played such great team ball. There just really wasn't anybody who was, you know, nervous or playing off or anything like that in the match. They, they were just, like you said, firing on all cylinders, the entire state tournament. I had, so we had gotten connected you and I, uh, I was writing about Cannon Falls going into 2021 season and the breakdown sports media. And that's a, those, uh, articles are, are 2,000 words in length, which is which is which is significant. And so you, you can't just you know just write off the top of your head. You need to talk to people. And so I, you were kind enough to to give me some time and and give me get me connected with a, with a handful of your players from that team. And I'm just wondering, uh, one of the people that I talked to, uh, Jamie Winter was an assistant coach. Is she still on your staff? She is. This year, she stepped back a little bit. Uh, she works up in um, the ISD. Uh, uh, School in the cities. And um, she also has a daughter, you know, JC Winchell, our all state setter um, last year. Uh, she's playing at Winona State this year. She's uh-huh. running a 5 1 down there. And um, she also has a son who is a senior football player. And and then, of course, her daughter, who's a sophomore on our, our squad this year. But so she um, kind of asked to step back a little bit. She still is very involved um, as a volunteer. She does a lot of like our social media stuff and, and things like that and, and helps out when she can, but um, she just decided to take a step back and, you know, I applaud her for that. She wanted to be a mom uh, first and, um, and then help us out as much as she could, um, you know, beyond that. That's Carson Winchell is her daughter. That's, that's currently with the bombers. Yes, she's a sophomore, yeah. and that is her youngest. So, got it, got it. was so one of the things that uh, we talked about is the, the players. You know, and I knew from that team, uh, from that article going into a twenty-one season, that Madison Burr was a star on the rise, and it looks like she's definitely been all that and then some. And so, tell me a little bit about Madison. Tell me a little bit about other players 
who have made the difference for you, whether it's in obvious places like, you know, uh, huge amounts of kills or digs, but, but maybe people that, that do some, some, some play their roles well or, or are good team people who are you know, kind of take me through the, the roster and kind of lay out who was the, uh, you know, who, who was, what was the makeup of this team? Well, wow, David, we might be here for quite a while. I could, <laughs> I could talk about these girls all day long, but um, nice. I'll, I'll try to say a little piece about each of them. Um, yes, Madison Burr really has um, worked hard. She spends time, you know, obviously in practice, but outside of practice working on her game. She, as you know, can hit the ball uh, very hard, very, she's athletic. Um, but she's really been working on her, her different shots. And she knows that, you know, especially coming into our section and, uh, state tournament play that she'd be against some taller girls and she needed to learn to hit higher and, um, or use their blocks and different things like that. And she mm-hmm. has done just that, been very coachable, um, also worked on her, her, um, defensive game. And she was, uh, a wonderful out of system attacker um, that, you know, that's another reason why we kept her um, on the court, but her, just her court presence, her energy. Um, she is very gritty and determined and, and we needed that on our court. We have very athletic girls, but um, a little bit of a quieter bunch than, than last year. So having Madison mm-hmm. help us out with that. Um, so our next player is uh, Kyra Schoenfelder. She is my senior libero um, academic all state determined like this kid comes to practice and gives her best um every second of practice every second of the match i uh she's just she's our leader in our passing uh you know she passed a 2.4 in um all of our state tournament play which is amazing um and she we just gave her a bunch of the court back there to cover and um I just, I can't talk enough about that kid. She, it's her first year as a libero. Uh, she's been a defensive specialist for us, but first year back there and just a, a tremendous, she's a game changer um, on our defense. Um, okay. so, so when you, when you make that's a key change, when you made that change, where along the lines in the season, did you see, okay, she's got it. We're good. You know, I, I knew early on that she would be a great defender. I think that's why, you know, we saw in her, um, you know, put her in as a DS um, in her early stages because I knew that she would go up, come right into this libero role. But uh, we had to, we kind of had to give her the the green light on, um, you know, stepping in front of people. We kind of had to tell her any free ball that comes over over that net, that's yours. I don't care where it is on the court. And as soon as we gave her the green light, that permission to step in front of people, um, she just took control. And uh, just because she's such a sweetheart, I, I don't think that she necessarily wanted to do that until we gave her the green light. And then she, that was it. I mean, that's all she needed. And she took charge back there. Nice. Nice. That's good. The, uh, and anybody, any couple other players to, to mention that, uh, did a lot for you and, and that we're, we're saying, I know you said you could you know give every one of them did something and that's what makes a championship team, of course, but any, anybody else that, that uh, it's important to get to, or if not even for their, what they bring, but if they've got a little something quirky about them, it's fun. Any, anything at all that uh, that's, that's we need to, to mention as far as players. Yeah. Well, I'll try to keep it brief for you, but uh, <laughs> uh, my senior Ellie, um, Lynn, she is our number one blocker and we're in practice. I mean, if you ask the girls, 
I absolutely love this game, right? But if you ask the girls what my favorite skill is, um, they would all say blocking. And it's just something that as a player and that I really could never do and also felt was my weakness um, as far as coaching. But we spent a lot of time on blocking. And this kid just got it. Um, She's very, she has good court vision. um, And obviously it doesn't hurt that she's over six feet tall, but but she anticipates the ball very well. And she's been a tremendous blocker and good leader. And um, senior Rachel Miller stepped into a role this year um, that she at first was not very comfortable with. Uh, She kind of, as a younger player, was more of a right side, um, but we uh, we felt that we needed to have Maddie Burr on that right side primarily this year, and and I knew that Rachel's very athletic, very quick off her feet, and she um, embraced the role and did a very nice job as a middle. Um, her blocking was the part that she was struggling on, and by the end of the season, she was doing fantastic. And um, my two outsides, uh, one is Callie Johnson Jr. And the other one is Carson Winchell. She's a sophomore. And we call these guys kind of our little uh, twinsies out there. They, <laughs> they play they play ball very similar. Um, they're, they just, they want to learn, you know, they played middle back. Neither of them have played middle back before, but we wanted our libero on the left side. And so we worked tirelessly to help them to learn to um, read and anticipate where that ball would be going. Cause that covering that, that backcourt is a tough job. And, um, they uh, just worked on their angle passing and, and different things and just, just did a great job. And as far as hitting on the outside, their, their styles are a little bit different. Uh, Callie hits a lot higher and she really works on those, those deep shots that are in, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, her balls will either come off the block or they'll go between the block or over the block and they'll just land barely inside of the court. And in in my opinion, those are undiggable. Um, and then, um, Carson, you know, she is quick and explosive and she's small, but boy, can she jump. And so her attack is a lot of, she, she tools or she beats the block or she has an amazing line shot that, um, that we, saw at the state tournament. Um, so their attacking styles are very different, but really they're, they're very similar, um, players on the court. And, um, and anyway, and then I, I certainly can't forget a couple other key players, our freshman setter, uh, this year, uh, Fallon Heppala, she's filling a big role and boy, did she fill it well. Um, she's, she's kind of our clown on the court. Um, (laughs) she she keeps, she keeps everybody light. Uh, you know, she, she makes people laugh. Uh, she's probably, um, one of the people that has the best relationship with, with Maddie Burr, she can kind of tell her, tell her what it is. And um, nice. yeah, it's, she is quite funny. I, she really grew this year. Um, she was never a timid player, but she, she learned to control the court and make uh, good uh, set selections and stuff as the season progressed. And, and you give that kid a challenge and she, will be up for it. You know, she's small. And I know that people were looking at that and going, God, we're going to attack her. We're going to attack the line when she's up in the front row. And, um, you know, does she block a lot? No, but she had some big blocks in the state tournament because they were thinking they could just swing hard and down and, and, um, she was able to either block or slow that ball down. So very proud of that kid too. And then I got to give a shout out to also my two other seniors on the team. Um, Grace Swanson and Carly Tipton, they um, unfortunately did not get the time on the court as much as I'm sure they had hoped, but they were vital in the success of this team because 
Um, they worked hard, just like everybody else. They came to practice. We asked them to serve hard and deep, for example, and they did just that, or they were um, on that team where we were, uh, you know, kind of had our competitive um, practice team and they did their role. So you, you just can't overlook girls like that, that are, that are giving their heart and their soul mm-hmm. to team um, and just not finding that time on the compet- competition court, but they still are a huge reason for our success. This 2022 season that just passed, how many years was that for you at Cannon Falls? Well, you know, people ask me that all the time. And I actually was just working on some um, <laughs> of our updating our stats and all that kind of stuff. And and it it was year 18 this year. I, I could have swore it was 17, but as I was counting, it's it's year 18 for me. So between going to state last year for the first time and winning state this year for the first time, you've had two pretty remarkable experiences as a coach. How will you see yourself drawing from them here? So you're, you're well into your career, but these are still new experiences. The sacrifice, the, the role playing that we talked about, how, what, what is kind of the legacy of this team in regards to how you will continue to, to prepare and coach future teams at Cannon Falls? Well, that I, I, as you were asking that question, I was really thinking about it and I, I, um, this is something that, you know, I've always done. I was raised to, um, if you're going to do something, you do it well. And we, um, we spend a lot of time with the girls in the off season, not just me, but my coaching staff. I have an amazing coaching staff, you know, whether we're in the weight room or whether we're in, uh, at camps or open gyms, a lot of girls play, you know, out of, uh, season club ball. And, um, I think, you know, going forward, coming into the next season, I, just sent out a survey to the girls like, Hey, what do you guys want to work on this summer? What do you want to do? And they're like, coach, let's, let's just keep it going. Let's, let's do all the things that, that we've always been doing. And um, I, I can just see that the girls just want to continue the ones that are coming back and the future generations, they just want to continue this legacy. They want to, they know that they have to work hard. Our section is tough and we, we fill our regular season schedule with, quality teams, tough teams so that we're prepared for the postseason. And I, you know, we're just going to keep on working hard and, and, you know, moving on to the next season. And, um, you know, I think that the, the success that we have experienced in the last few years has really um, helped the girls to believe that they can do it. I mean, I've had some talented pro or teams in the past, David, and, and um, you know, maybe we are just missing that key that, that they actually believed as a team that they could do it. Um, but, you know, now that we've done it there, that belief is there. They know they can do it um, if they work together as a team. Melissa Husef, Gannon Falls. We'll say it one more time because I'm, I'm sure you don't get tired of hearing of it. State champions in volleyball. Thank you for being here. All the best this summer. And we'll talk to you again in the future. All right. Thank you, David.